What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. I am here for a very special episode because I am breaking down the San Diego Comic Con 2019 figure reveals. I'm breaking down which ones, which company I thought delivered the biggest surprises, had the best presentation, and wowed me the most. Now, this is not necessarily every company. I'm only going by the companies and the in the figures that I actually buy. So apologies to Mezco fans, uh, DC collectibles with a Batman animated series, uh, anything else that you don't hear me mention. I'm only going to talk about the stuff that I do get and the stuff that actually piqued my interest. There was so much stuff this year. Comic-Con is always fun for people in the figure collecting community because it is basically our Christmas where we get to see all the stuff that we're going to be spending all of our money on into this time next year. Uh, last year we saw a lot of cool reveals and we're getting them on shelves now. We're buying them. So it's really exciting. It's like a, a ultimate sneak peek of what's to come. And for me, it's always a matter of, okay, how am I going to afford all of this amazing stuff? So let's break down, you know, kind of like order, which ones I thought had the best and made me go, wow, I am excited to buy so much stuff from you this year. So let's take a look. Coming in at number five is going to be DC, and I'm going to just make that the whole umbrella of DC Multiverse and DC Essentials. On the DC Collectibles, DC Essentials front, it basically just means no new figures outside of the Catwoman and Batman that we've already seen like a prototype photo of. We actually saw them in person this time, as well as the Sinestro and the way long ago revealed Hal Jordan Green Lantern figure. Now, I've had some issues with DC Essentials. Namely, there is no black heroes in this DC Essentials line. And DC has actually made some efforts to try to pump more of their black heroes up to the forefront. Naturally, that Cyborg, Jon Stewart, uh, anyone, either of those two would have really made a lot of sense in a line called DC Essentials. Uh, Cyborg would have made things a little bit more unique outside of just slapping a new head on a Green Lantern body and calling it a day with Jon Stewart. But, you know, the way the DC Essentials line has played out with just the sculpting, I knew Cyborg was going to be a hard fit for him because they try to do a pretty minimal amount of work. And I guess I should take that back because we do have a black mana figure, but you can't take his helmet off. So it's kind of this thing where, yeah, you got a black guy, but not really. You're not to the point that you can see he's a black guy and definitely no black hero on the you know on the display that we're going to have. We don't even have a green hero because we don't have a Martian Manhunter. And I was hoping to see some more figures. Uh, the big news from DC Essentials coming from DC Collectibles is the line is not actually going to be canceled. It's on hiatus. Which means basically canceled and not to look forward to seeing anything in the near future. So they didn't have anything outside of those four figures. They look good. Uh, DC Essentials is kind of that spunky little line that could. It keeps crank. They keep cranking out these really solid figures. 
there's not a lot of amazing sculpting on them, but they do do the work when it's required, with the exception of that Cyborg Superman that really was a disappointment to me. But for the most part, the figures have been good, and I've been cautiously collecting them, awaiting the axe that apparently DC Collectibles is smart enough to say now is not coming. So uh, it may be a year, maybe two years before we see more DC Essentials, but they've not said the line is canceled. So I'm also going to move on and throw in at number five, the other DC line that I collect, DC Multiverse. This is Mattel's swan song with a license because starting next year, Todd McFarlane is going to be taking over and we're going to see what he can do with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, etc. I'm really curious and interested to see what he's going to do because these last few lines that he's worked on, uh, Fortnite, Game of Thrones, even the new Mortal Kombat figures he just, he, they put out on display this year at Comic-Con looked really impressive. And the knock with the McFarlane figures has never been how they look with articulation. It's always been this kind of, hey, would you like a, a figure in 2018 that has five points of articulation? No? Oh, okay, what are we going to do? McFarlane has gone back to the drawing board. He's, he scrapped everything, and now he's making action figures, highly detailed figures that can move and be posed, and, and all this amazing stuff. So it's like, welcome to the party. And it's so exciting that he's going to tackle this new approach with the DC figures. And I don't know what scale is going to be. He's, he's really tried to be respe respectful of Mattel and not say a lot about his plans. He's been very vague when asked in interviews and you know it's just just I guess the figure company courtesy of not stepping all over Mattel's final moment. So what is Mattel's final moment? Uh, it's one more line basically of the DC Multiverse series and if you've been collecting them like I have this is kind of the line that Mattel needed to do about five or six years ago they have better articulation uh, a little bit better scaling but the posing and maneuverability and, and just being able to get those figures in a different more action-oriented poses than the DC Classics model has been such a huge improvement and it's kind of like oh wow I wish you guys were doing this three years ago we could have gotten so many more of the DC Rebirth figures because I think the multiverse line really kind of kicked off with multiverse with rebirth designs and i thought that was cool as a nice starting point for it and you know just also the thing that rebirth was such a great initiative from dc comics and to have that all together tied in with a nice action figure line with some nice symmetry and i've got pretty much all these figures that they put out and it looks like in true dc action figure fashion we're not going to get all the ones that we saw last year this time uh so it looks like this final wave of multiverse figures is going to be red robin red hood uh dick grayson is nightwing i'm sorry is batman nightwing sorry that kg beast katana and the collect and connect figure is going to be a massive killer croc and there's one more figure in this line or this wave that kind of blew everybody away it is an Alfred figure. This isn't just any Alfred figure. It's really cool because they're putting in a, they're putting in all these different head sculpts. So we've got a traditional kind of vague comic book version of Alfred. And we've also got 
of Batman 1966 uh, head sculpt. We've got a Batman from the Tim Burton films head sculpt and we've also got which is kind of cool an outsider head sculpt and this is back from an old golden age early silver age story where Alfred was presumed dead and he found out hey he's not dead These, this group of, of aliens basically transformed him made him a superhero or super villain and he started trying to kill Batman and Robin and he finally figured out a way to get him back to normal and didn't tell him because, hey, telling Alfred he was a bad guy might kill him. He's so old and fragile. But anyway, so that's cool. That That is, again, that's the kind of thing I wish they were doing all this time. It, it's just we see we see what Hasbro does where they throw in these little extras that, that add so much more to the figure. And Mattel is just now starting to do that. And it's like, oh, guys. Y'all need to do this so much earlier. And and just to see what they could do with this line, with these rebirth designs, because I, I think the smart thing with that was people, most people, aren't expecting Justice Society, All-Star Squadron, Teen Titans, back from the Wolfman Perez era. They were just one of the teams that started in the rebirth. So focusing on that narrower window helped things a lot. Sure, you could slide a few guys in there, like the Cal Rayner Green Lantern. You could throw him in with the original DC Classics JLA, the Morrison version. But for the most part, this group worked just fine, kind of in their isolated bubble. But it's really disappointing because, man, we're not going to get that great Simon Bass figure. So we got Jessica Cruz without her partner. And it's like, ah, I knew that was going to happen. Uh, we're not going to get that amazing looking Black Canary. And that mammoth Collect and Connect figure. Uh, who's going to fight all these Teen Titans that we've got gathered and collected up here. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't show one. But it really would have been good to have a... DC multiverse with this new updated articulation uh, Deathstroke the Terminator because like they did so many of the Titans the Teen Titans and Titans the older version that to not have their arch enemies seems like a real misstep unfortunately we can kind of throw in the DC Essentials figure and have him fight them but it's not quite the same thing and I wish they had kind of been more focused and committed towards knocking that last wave out but you know how that goes in figure collecting world. Uh, we are getting this uh, Toy Biz tribute line. And that is the Batman, the Joker, Poison Ivy, Riddler um, wave. I got to be honest. I am not at all excited about this. That set at all. I think that may be one I just totally skip. The sculpts look really soft. And it's just... Yeah, if, if it was a deal of, hey, you can get this Black Canary, Mammoth, Wave, or this Toy Biz tribute line, I would absolutely have had, have gotten that Black Canary. I'm pretty sure there's a Green Arrow in that as well. And it was just, those figures look so cool, and it's just like, ah, you guys, come on. Get it together. But we are going to get a Katana. We are going to get a KG Beast. We are going to get a Red Robin who's not micro size and which should fit in pretty well with the DC classics so that's good but um yeah it's a little bit disappointing because I really want to see this line go on a little more at least crank out two more waves worth of, of figures and you know so but what we got is good and you know, so how it works out these days so let's roll on down to number four all right we're on to number four 
And that for me is going to be Storm Collectibles. They are the hyper four-year-old kid who has had nothing to eat but candy, candy, candy. And then followed it up with a Mountain Dew. And are all over the map with what fighting game they're going to focus on next. We may get two Mortal Kombat figures, then they go to Street Fighter. And we may get one second figure, then hey, we've announced we've got the the World Heroes license. Hey, we've also picked up Golden Axe. I mean, there's just so much stuff that they're getting in a short amount of time. I don't mind them so much because what they're putting out has been incredible. Their figures are so much fun to pose and play around with and it's like wow here's this ultimate universe of fighting figures in one collective scale so you can put a Jin Kazama against a Ryu you can have an Injustice Bane battling um, Akuma it's just crazy so I love it I love what they're doing I just wish that they could kind of go hey which guy which which figures are most important to you guys to see completed because I still want a Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat I still need a Johnny Cage for Mortal Kombat I mean come on I want a DJ uh, and we need that Balrog from Street Fighter a Blanca, E Honda I mean they're just there's guys who are kind of important in these series that we don't have yet and I'm like okay let's not go too far down into world heroes or golden axe before we start knocking out a complete or mostly complete version of these games I mean I need my my Fei Long traditional Kami I mean there's just so many then it's just like ah finish off a game guys then then we can go knock out some more there are plenty of variations of these games so if you do finish say Street Fighter 2 Turbo there's still a ton more Street Fighter characters for you to get to. And yeah, we will buy them. So, of course, the running gag with Storm Collectibles is they're going to show stuff at these cons. But we may not see them until three years later. Um, so we're still waiting on that Dragon Liu Kang figure that we've seen probably since they started working on these this Mortal Kombat license. Uh, but we did get some reveals. And they're pretty cool. I wasn't sure if I was going to dip into this figure corner of their universe, but the figures look amazing, and I'm kind of thinking I'm going to go at least dip into it. So that's the Injustice 2 line, and they showed off their uh, Doomsday, and the Doomsday is... He's massive. He looks huge. He looks like a guy that could kill Superman. So he looks incredible. I want that figure... Uh, I think he's kind of got a... He doesn't have the hair, but in every other aspect, he looks like he'd fit in perfectly with some other lines. Maybe this is one that people who collect Mezco figures would, would get, uh, as long as they get a Superman and kind of match up with him. But we haven't seen anybody outside of the beer villain or hero characters. I guess all villains at this point. We've got Lobo, Bane, Doomsday, and Darkseid so far. I'd love to see what they do with, say, uh, Injustice 2 Batman, Superman, one you know, the traditional heroes, of course, but I want to see what they do with those guys and those designs because in the, in the realm of that Injustice universe, I actually like those character redesigns and, and different takes on those those characters uh so yeah th that's that's really cool i'm looking forward to see what they do with that 
the Mortal Kombat front, uh, we've got the secondary ninja robots, Cyrax, Sector. Uh, we've also sh we're shown a bloody Mortal Kombat 3 Scorpion to go with the regular uh, non-defeated or beat-down Mortal Kombat 3 Scorpion. And then we've got a Cyber Ninja Smoke. So not a lot on the Mortal Kombat realm. You know, we're still a little heavy on the alien-type characters and the ninjas. I want to see more of those regular characters. You know, Jax, Kano. Uh, I mean, we don't have a Raiden yet. So there's there's so many essential Mortal Kombat figures that they're kind of not leaning on because it's like, hey, we can just repaint this guy, and we've got a whole other character. That works in the game universe, but in terms of setting up a cool figure display of Mortal Kombat figures, not as much. So hopefully they get that worked out. Uh, on the Street Fighter front, we saw the exclusive versions of Sagat, Guile, Kami, and M. Bison. I am, you know, like a lot of guys, I guess. My favorite color is blue. So I tend, when I started my, my Street Fighter collection, I got all the blue variants of characters. So I got the blue Ryu. I got the blue Ken. And it was like, looking at my display, like, gosh, I got too many of the blue versions of these guys. But I see the Guile in the blue Player 2 colors. And I'm like, I want that. And it's like, uh, you're going to do it all over again. And I've, I've already resigned myself to the fact that I'm getting the Ultra Street Fighter 2 Ryu and Ken. And, you know, Sagat's already in blue. But I'm definitely going to get the Ryu and Ken in their traditional white and red geese. So I'll have that classic look for them on my Street Fighter display. But that guile in blue, man, it looks sweet. So I'm probably going to end up getting that and just kind of double dipping. We'll see. Uh, we also saw more, there, saw more of Storm Collectibles Gears of War figures. So we've got the Augustus Cole, the Marcus Phoenix, Kate Diaz, and the vintage Marcus Phoenix. Never played Gears of War, but those figures look good. It's that same deal that, that Hasbro's got me with with the Overwatch line. Never played the game for a second, but man, these designs look cool. And... As a figure collector, I'm kind of always leaning towards cool designs. Plus, these Gears of War figures could also get tossed into this realm with the other, with all these other figure lines that Storm Collectibles has done. I could really see throwing the Gears of War characters against the Mortal Kombat or Injustice 2 figures, for example. That would be fun. Uh, for Golden Axe, we got the Axe Battler and, a, and his Red Dragon. I'm really interested to see if the Red Dragon actually makes it out to production or if it's just going to be the Axe Battler. I kind of feel like they have to do the Red Dragon too, uh, just because it's kind of like random Conan looking guy without it. But it's going to make it super expensive. So we'll see how they play that out. So one of my favorite fighting games that I loved back in the geez, back in the 90s, really dating myself as King of Fighters. Um, I really only played with three characters. I, that was not one like Street Fighter where I mastered everybody to a degree and could play with like eight characters or eight or nine characters and, and just run through. Um, but in King of Fighters, I, I was pretty consistent with two, three guys. And uh, we've seen a few. And at Comic-Con, we got the debut of Terry Bogard. And I am 
absolutely 100% goodness guy. He's, uh, I guess, the main character, one of the main characters of the saga. Uh, he's like the Ryu of King of Fighters, if you not are not familiar with those games. But he's got this cool thing after his victory, tosses his hat. Love it. Um, they had a couple of King of Fighters movies, animated movies. They were pretty decent. Uh, they weren't the best, but they were fun in terms of that 90s uh, anime fighting game deal. I liked it. So, yeah, if it's, if it's on, if you can track it down without paying a lot of money, go give it a view. It's cool. Um, we saw the world heroes again, Hanzo Hattori and Fuma Kotaro. Like I said, I don't really play those games. I don't really know about those two. They look cool. Maybe I'll get them if I can find a good deal just so I can have some guys to, you know, uh, look like losers going against uh, some of the other guys that I like. Uh, Tekken 7, we saw Jin Kazama. And we pretty much got this family, the Mishima family, wrapped up now. And and like with some of these other lines, okay, it's great. Let's start getting into some other characters. Because Tekken has some of the coolest character designs of any fighting game. And I really want to see what they do with other characters outside of the Mishima clan. So definitely let's see if we'll see some of those guys at uh, New York Comic Con later on in October and see and, and start placing our bets when we'll actually see these figures come to fruition. My number three choice is going to be somewhat controversial because Given the entirety of its 2019, I don't see how any other company is going to, or any other figure line is going to top Marvel Legends from Hasbro. But in terms of just showing at Comic-Con, I gotta put Hasbro at number three, and Marvel Legends at number three. They had, you know, a ton of great figures, but it wasn't quite the onslaught that I expected. Because we, we've gotten... I think like nine waves of figures already and it's been the most wallet destroying lineup that we've gotten I mean there's so many that it's like yeah I want that I want that figure too and if you've been following my reviews on lilesmoviefiles.com you see that I am jumping back and forth I am like the storm collectibles of figure viewers right now because I get a new figure and I want to review that one, even though I've still got like the Sasquatch wave to complete. So it's been a ton of great figures. I am looking now at my desk at the 80th anniversary Thor. And I can't wait to break this guy down and review him because I am like, yo, this is the Thor that I've always wanted. Um, but it's just so much great stuff that Hasbro has put out this year. And knowing, kind of like having that thought in the back of my mind, I wasn't so hard on what they showed us because it wasn't the typical onslaught that we've got like in years past. It was maybe like 30 new figures that we saw. So it wasn't a ton. And it skewed pretty heavily towards the X-Men pocket of the universe. And if you're not a huge X-Men fan there wasn't as much to be excited about. There were lots of variants on characters we've already seen, but not a lot of first-time-in-the-line kind of guys. Uh, there were some, of course, but it wasn't that onslaught that we've seen in previous years. Um, 
So let's break down what we got here. The first set was the Build-A-Figure Bro Thor. And that's the Avengers in-game focus line. So we got a new Valkyrie, a Heimdall, and it's Thor Ragnarok uh, look. We've got an, an old re-release of the Captain America from the first Avengers film. An Iron Man in his Iron Man 80, Mark 85 armor a phasing vision and I believe that's everyone from that wave I feel like I'm maybe missing someone oh no of course the Iron Patriot and this figure is massive and I'm gonna be honest and tell you I had no idea that Rhodey slapped on Iron Patriot armor until this weekend when various companies were showing off that last battle armor as the Iron Patriot so that was kind of like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense because it's a lot of blue and a little bit of red. It kind of looked orange when I was watching it in theaters, but okay, they know best. So yeah, we've got those guys and we've got the Bro Thor Build-A-Figure. This is a pretty fun Build-A-Figure, but it's one of those deals where it's like, ah, I kind of wanted the Final Battle Armored Thor, uh, you know, still got the little pot belly. But ready for action. Got his got his pony his pony beard working. He's got his hair up like a samurai. And it's just like, ah man, you guys, I know eventually we're gonna get that look, but I don't know about this wave. I've I've gotta say I'm probably gonna get Valkyrie and Heimdall, but I don't know if anybody else in this wave really moves the needle for me to grab and you know, to actually go about completing Bro Thor. So we'll see what happens with that. But I'm, I'm thinking as you see the year play out, I'm going to just have those two figures in that wave. And that's okay because I've got so many Marvel Legend figures to catch up on. We also got like a couple of new two-packs. So one was a surprise and two, or another one was one that had been heavily rumored in the listings and the research that people, these internet figure detectives are like on it. So they found these guys and it was like, cool, now we, we've got a pretty good idea where we're getting. But let's see how they turn out. The one that no one kind of cracked the code and figured out what it was, was the Suits 2-pack. And that ended up being a Deadpool and Hitmonkey 2-pack. Now, if you want a red Deadpool, or you want a Deadpool in a white suit, you've got a great idea here. Um, there's tons of accessories with this set, which is cool if you are a super huge Deadpool fan. Um, or if you missed out on Hitmonkey when he was the builder figure for a, a wave, kind of right, right when Hasbro was starting to figure out this whole Marvel Legends deal. He was at the other side of the Odin father wave where that was when it was like the light bulb went off and they were like, Hey, this is how we make these Marvel legend figures with awesome articulation with great sculpting and a build a figure that people want. And it was like, Whoa, but anyway, so hit monkey was actually a build a figure in a wave. And it was just as crushing as and disappointing as people thought when they, when it was announced, it's like, what, this is not the, 12 feet tall versions of build figures that we're used to getting from Toy Biz. What are you guys doing giving us a monkey? Anyway, so that's a two-pack loaded with accessories. Uh, again, it's probably going to be a pass for me. I am super dead pulled out, and I don't necessarily need to have Hit Monkey in my 
collection. Uh, so we've got a two-pack of Captain Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter. I really wish, and it doesn't make sense because of the Captain America figure that we've got in this, that we've gotten an Agent Peggy Carter where she's in that mostly blue outfit where she's figuring out her life after Steve. I like that show, and I wish it had gotten a longer life on ABC. But what can you do? Um, the Steve Rogers figure looks cool. It's uh, like military Steve Rogers. Not really a lot of exciting things to say about it. We get the the peak of his Captain America outfit. It's a two-pack. I'm not really sure if I'm going to get this. Uh, I want a Peggy Carter figure, but I don't really know how I could customize one to making an Agent Carter one. Um, so we'll see where that goes. I think that may be one of those situations where, oh, great, you're on sale. I am on it. So I think that's probably where that's going to end up in the long run. But yeah. So then we got the reveals of the other packs. And we got a Havoc Polaris from X Factor. And I'm very excited about getting these two because I love that Peter David, Larry Stroman, series the second chapter of x-factor if you will uh it was so well done and that team was one of my favorite you know just favorite teams not just favorite x-men units but just i love that dynamic of the characters because it was like this mishmash of mutant uh, castaways just kind of tossed together in one book and it was a lot of fun uh so yeah those figures the havoc and polaris look good I've seen people do amazing customs, but that is way beyond my level of painting slash sculpting even a little bit. So I, I was never even going to try it. So yeah, we got those guys coming. I gotta be honest, I was kind of like, oh, it would have been cool too to get those classic Havoc and Polaris outfits from back when they were hanging with the X-Men right before they got replaced by Storm banshee colossus etc um but we get a get more of that x-factor team and that is a team that's not going to take a lot to complete especially when we get a two-pack of uh you know the leader and his main squeeze we've also got that forge figure from the build a caliban set and he fits in with that group as well so you know we've got a little bit more of that team coming together um I'll just jump on ahead because you know, I know we said we're going to talk two packs. But while I'm talking about X-Factor, let me just keep rolling with them. So Hasbro revealed kind of at the end of their presentation a build-a-figure strong guy. And this figure is perfectly disproportionate. Massive shoulders, huge arms, tiny legs, big chest. Looks exactly like how he did in the comic. I am very happy about this. Uh, Guido was such a cool, refreshing character because he did not care. He was just like, whatever, I'm doing my thing. And and I really liked that character when I was growing up reading these comics. Like, hey, he's fun. Um, so I'm glad that we're finally getting him. He was one that was going to be really tricky. And they were going to have to put a lot of sculpting in. Because he was not going to be able to share parts with many other characters. So I'm glad they were able to work him in the budget. Now, of course, we still need a Wolfsbane. And uh, I'm hoping we get to her. Because Hasbro showed a, I guess, the start of a new mutant set. Where we've got a 
Danny Moonstar, and she's going to be a Walgreens exclusive, but she's also going to come with two additional heads and a couple of uh, attachment pieces. So we've got a Wolfsbane head with furry uh, hands and a Karma with channeling hands, which we've seen a million times now. Um, so it's cool. I really wish these were more in their traditional New Mutants outfits, the original outfits, uh, not these current modern versions, which are okay, but, you know, they're not my favorite. I may try to see what I can do about repainting these guys to work around that. Um, of course, now we've got a whole set of New Mutant ladies without any dudes, so I'm curious to see what they will do in terms of giving us a Sam, Doug, and uh, Sunspot. Roberto, right. So we'll see what happens. We've got Warlock already. He's waiting for waiting for Moonstar, and then of course Walgreens will appreciate all of us buying three of these figures, so we can have the full set of these ladies. The scale is going to be a little wonky because Moonstar really should be taller, or Danny should be taller than the rest of these two. But I'll give him a break because we're getting other figures with this one set and I cannot see a Karma figure selling maybe a Wolfsbane hopefully a Wolfsbane figure will sell but I just don't see Karma selling well at all so we'll see what happens um next up was a three pack I'm very excited about this one I was hoping this would be what we got and it basically was so it's a three pack of Wolverine Jean Grey and her Jim Lee costume and Cyclops with a bomber jacket. I think that was the one thing that people, when they got that original figure, the original Cyclops, were hoping to see. Cyclops in his, you know, maybe like a removable bomber jacket because occasionally he would wear that in the comic book. So now we've got that look, and this is the kind of uh, alternate look that makes the three pack work. They didn't change up a whole lot, but that one addition. You know, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not buying the same figure over again. And that's kind of more the case with this Wolverine figure because we've got a battle damage head sculpt, an unmasked head sculpt, and a cow piece that, you know, attaches to the back, and a regular headpiece. And it's kind of weird because these colors are not the same, at least from the pictures that we've seen, as the original Tiger Stripe Wolverine in that two pack with the Hulk. I was kind of hoping. They would use this set to, um, you know, kind of bridge the gap, throw in a Wolverine for that group, you know, the giant size X-Men group. But we're not getting that. Uh, the real selling point for probably most people is the Jean Grey figure. She looks amazing. They also toss in a ponytail. So if you want to do that X-Men animated series look, you can. I doubt I will because the head sculpt doesn't look good to me. It looks more off than normal. You know, normally when Hasbro does these alternate head sculpts, they're the, the character. It's the same person. You can see that with just a few alterations. That's not really the case with this Jean figure. It looks like a different person. And I think they tried to do a look to have that ponytail, but also kind of have some similarities or stay a little true to the X-Men Red version of Jean in the comic that we've seen lately. So, uh, you know, it's okay. And a cool thing, we got also got a couple alternate head sculpts for Cyclops. And he's got a glasses look, so 
you can put this head with the Dark Phoenix head and you can have Cyclops relaxing in those rare moments before he starts stressing out about living up to Professor X's legacy. And we've also got a more modern one with sunglasses. So you can put him with the Jim Lee squad. So that'll be fun and I like having like a restful Cyclops. The one thing I wanted to see with that was a X-Factor head sculpt where it's just the just basically the visor with nothing else um, or just the the hair out and the blue light blue accents like that X-Factor vintage series is just now coming out and GameStop basically because Target and Walmart really don't believe in keeping things in stock anymore anyway so that's that looking forward to getting this set uh, I watched the live stream panel and it was kind of funny the reaction when uh, the guys were hyping up a member of A-Force that was getting a new figure. The crowd was all, She-Hulk! She-Hulk! And then when they showed the modern Hulk version, there was just all this silence. I was like, ah, uh, womp womp. I am one of these people who was disappointed. I would really love to have seen a smiling face Jennifer She-Hulk figure. And because it just seems like such an obvious and easy figure to do. We get the regular version. And we get the Fantastic Four variant version later on. So, uh, you know, th this figure looks great. It's a lot of original sculpting. She's got the ripped jeans and they're not going to be reused for anything because this is basically the only figure that can do that. She's also got a bicep swivel. And that's something if you read my reviews, I complain about all the time with the female figures they lack in a very important joint for posing and displaying and this figure's got it so I mean it looks good I I've been reading the modern Avengers book it's fun but I I don't like this mindless She-Hulk or Hulk figure or figure I don't like this mindless Hulk I like Jennifer having a personality I think that's kind of missing in the Avengers title anyway and yeah well anyway so that's that. We've got two new additions to the Legendary Riders. We've got a Cosmic Ghost Rider and a Squirrel Girl. Probably not going to get either one, but I love this setup for people who like these characters. This is a great way, of course, to get Cosmic Ghost Rider. There's really no other way to package him than putting him in this Legendary Rider set. Squirrel Girl probably could have come by herself in a pack, but it's maybe a smart way to make sure that people who want this figure can get her and she comes with a couple of her squirrels not interested but I know enough of the character that I know people are excited to get it um, there was a giant man that was also on that rumored list and I think a lot of us were thinking oh cool this is going to be a better version of the giant man figures we've gotten from Hasbro so far because the old ones are using a really old badly articulated sculpt it just just doesn't work I didn't really care about a giant man because I've got that awesome amazing one from Toy Biz that is still one of my favorite figures in my Marvel Legends display uh, instead we're getting a Civil War uh, redo basically and this is fixing a couple of things that were you know different from the actual version in the movie Hasbro of course has to work earlier with uh, design samples and then a lot of the times it's like oh shoot they didn't get this part they didn't get that thing in there this isn't accurate to the movie look and we saw that with the first Ant-Man figure with the helmet so it's just fixing something up 
I have that Ant-Man figure and the Builder figure version, and I still haven't completed it. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to actually take advantage of this and get that figure, but it's not a priority for me. I really was hoping we get a Goliath version with better articulation. We've got, uh, moving on to Spider-Man, we've got some new updates from the Spider-Man video game, which is amazing and great. If you have not played that already, you've got to play it. It's like an amazing experience. It's basically as good as that feeling when you play those Batman Arkham games the first time. It's like, wow, this is Spider-Man. So it's really cool. And they've got a ton of variant outfits. And Hasbro is happily using these variants to crank out more Spider-Man figures. Which is fine because it gives us more figures that we can use, for, you know, from other things. So, one of the rare first-in-the-line figures we got is a Shang-Chi. He is probably going to have a movie announced by the time that you listen to this podcast at Marvel's panel tonight. Or if you're on the East Coast like me, tonight. And West Coast, it'll be this afternoon. Anyway, we're going to see this movie being announced and all the stars of the film. And this was one of those opportunities for Marvel to get a jump in, or Hasbro to get a jump and have a figure out there. They're, they've got a new body for this one. And it looks kind of interesting. So it's always cool to see Hasbro throw in new pieces and new parts to figures. And this looks like one that they'll be able to use a lot for figures who are pretty muscular and, you know, have a really strong physique. So I think at the panel they called it the Bruce torso, like Bruce Lee. Uh, if you, of course, know what he looks like, he was super ripped. So this kind of works. They also had a picture of the Sinister Six. And they were like, okay, we've done all these updates to everybody. Now who's left? And then everyone said Vulture. But I, I've never thought that Vulture needed an update. The Fearsome Foes Vulture figure from Toy Biz holds up perfectly for a figure about an old man flying around harassing Spider-Man. I mean, that the articulation's straight, the wings hold up, I was able to balance my Spider-Man figure on the Vulture. I mean, that figure is really good. Like, he would have been probably close to the bottom of figures I thought needed an update. Uh, they've done an Electro in sort of a classic look, but he had the black painted legs instead of the all green outfit and I was really hoping that Electro is going to get a more classic update like they've done with the Craven figure but we're gonna to have to wait a little bit longer we've got a new vulture it's okay it looks like the wings could be repurposed for an eventual Falcon figure hopefully we'll see him soon and hopefully when we do it is in his classic white and red outfit not that black and red because everybody wears black outfit um also got a new X-Force Deathlock repaint uh, to go along with the X-Force squad that we've gotten so far. Uh, yeah, can't complain. It's a team member. Always good to see and get more team members. They've got another fan channel Punisher exclusive coming. And it's basically Punisher in a leather jacket and um, a flak jacket. Camo pants. I mean, it's an effective looking Punisher. I just don't know if I need another one because it's like I've got great Punisher figures. And I mean, the Punisher from Toy Biz is one of those figures that I've still held on to. The original one, not the subsequent updates. But um, yeah, it's still one of my favorite figures. And so I was kind of like, do I need the Hasbro version? And this one's okay. And yeah, that's pretty much all I got on that. 
Hasbro did reveal that they are going to kick off an Age of Apocalypse wave and or at least one wave and as somebody who's kind of dipped back into reading X-Men after these latest Marvel Legends X-Men figures I was kind of hoping that they would get around to doing Age of Apocalypse figures so this news was really cool but I was kind of like, hey guys, I need a giant size Storm and Banshee before I get excited about you guys kicking off in a massive towering can of worms that is the Age of Apocalypse figure setup. I mean, there's so many cool designs that I would happily get those figures uh, if they're not taking, quote unquote, the place of other figures uh, from the X-Men line. Like, I still need a traditional X-Factor Wolfsbane. Need that Storm and Banshee. Like I said earlier, I want to get a Havoc and Polaris that's closer to their old school look. Or just their old school look, not close to. I also want a ha an Angel in his red or blue attire. Preferably red because that was how he looked when he was part of the team during the Dark Phoenix saga. Um, and I'd also, since they also started this new can of worms, want to get the second version outfits of next factor beast Jean Grey and Iceman just to complete the team with Cyclops because Cyclops by himself isn't as useful as when he's with a team so I'm a little worried that they're starting off another team and not going to get anywhere close to finishing this because the X-Men team in Age of Apocalypse was pretty much what 15 members deep before they started splintering off and leading other teams. I mean, Gambit and the Externals, uh, Generation Next, um, Nightcrawler, and then the two X-Men squads. It's like there's so many characters, and I want those figures, but jeez, it's going to take forever to complete that line. But they did show us uh, three figures. Uh, Weapon X, and this figure really looks cool. I've had the Toy Biz version on my shelf, uh, kind of in the back with the saber tooth. And I'm like, ah, I should get rid of these guys. But I like them, and I really like that book. And I like the way they look, and the designs are cool. But now I can replace them with a far superior, far more comic book accurate version. Uh, we're also getting an X-Man figure. He is important to that story, but he's not a character that I would have put in the first wave. But, you know, who cares? Um, he looks good, and he is an important part of the story. So, I mean, you've got to put him in there at some point. But we've also got a Morph figure. And Morph was awesome in Age of Apocalypse. So I'm so happy he's going to come out early in this. And, of course, we can kind of mash these guys up with the Blink figure that also was part of that Caliban wave. So, assuming... Hasbro does what we've seen them do in the past and throw in a head sculpt just randomly that works. I mean, I figured the morph would be a perfect time to throw in that uh, head sculpt of a more traditional Age of Apocalypse blink. And, I mean, it works, right? And you just throw that in there. We've got our old school blink to go along with these Age of Apocalypse figures. Hopefully that first wave will have a Sabretooth. Uh, I really like Sabretooth as part of the X-Men in that Age of Apocalypse realm. Uh, hopefully he can come with a semi-articulated wild child. And uh, I love to see Magneto, Rogue. 
Iceman because his design in Age of Apocalypse might still be my favorite design of Iceman yet. No mouth, just the it's like a cool ice killer look to him. And I don't know why because I like Iceman. It's funny and happy-go-lucky. But that really just worked. I liked it. So that's it for X-Men. Um, cool options, cool figures. And then Hasbro wrapped up their Marvel Legends per, you know, presentation with a Doctor Doom figure. And I am so stoked, so ready to get this guy, have him facing off against the accursed Richards in his Fantastic Four. Good stuff. Um, Doom came really close to taking these guys up to number two on my list. But, you know, it's like, okay. Come on, I needed more figures. Basically, the reason uh, Marvel Legends is number three is because there wasn't a lot of progress on all the teams that they've started. I would have liked to have seen some more new Warrior figures, like a Firestar, Nova, Marvel Boy, just somebody. We've got that Night Thrasher kind of hanging by himself. And I guess that the Nova and Darkhawk do kind of work, but I wanted some more of that original team in those original looks and it's not that huge a team to you know stretch out for five years uh also would have seen would have loved to have seen some alpha flight members uh that team again is not a big one they've released a puck figure that was really hard to find and hopefully we can get a way to get him out to everybody again we got a sasquatch we've got guardian coming and I was just like, oh man, this would have been a great time to show a North Star and Aurora and maybe a Shaman and a Snowbird. Because I feel like Alpha Flight has two really cool looking squads, like the Vindicator and the Box version, um, Marina. I mean, there's so many Alpha Flight characters that I kind of need them to start working on them so we can get the at least the core cool members. So hopefully we'll see that, because I really would love to see those guys. And that's it for me with Marvel and the Hasbro line. I wanted to see more teams completed. I wanted to see a little bit more, just in general. I was hoping we'd see another 80th anniversary figure. Uh, I'm not even sure who it would work, because we've been waiting on that classic edition Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. And I think that Hasbro's done a really good job cranking out those versions of other characters. Maybe a more Alex Ross-influenced Black Panther would look cool. Or Vision, who had a little bit more heft to him. I love the Vision that we've got, but he's still a little small. And I think he should be bigger. Maybe the size of this Iron Man, this 80th Iron Man that we've got, coming out soon. If, or if you've been lucky enough to find him in a store now. Um... So yeah, those are, those are basically my two gripes. And I just wish, wish we'd seen more stuff. More team building and a little bit more like, hey, we're doing more of these 80th anniversary figures. So that's that on the Marvel Legends side. Now let's go on to number two. And I'm going to roll this stuff a little bit faster. Alright, so my number two is Hot Toys. Hot Toys, I think, is... They're always the ones that set the, the bar at comic-con because they will just show everything preview night and be like we dare everybody anybody else to ch to beat us at our showing here and rarely do they get beaten out with me i'm always like they came away the huge big winner this time somebody else stepped up but uh, it wasn't for lack of hot toys showing up once again. So we knew we were going to get a lot of Avengers Endgame product. And they did not disappoint on that front. 
they showed a Iron Patriot figure that looked a little bit closer to the on-screen model uh, than the Toy Biz or Hasbro version. Uh, we saw the Rocket Raccoon where he's just kind of hanging by himself and with Nebula. Uh, so that was also a good addition. We saw the Tony Stark with a damaged look, uh, with the damaged Mark 85 armor, which looks crazy in person. He's got this the snapping hand to go, I am Iron Man. I can't wait to do that. I'm I'm resigned to the fact that I'm getting that figure. It's just a matter of if I am also going to get the Iron Man 85 clean version. We'll see. They also showed the Smart Hulk, and he is in his superhero outfit. But it looks like he has two hands, neither of which on that right hand are just a basic one. It looks like both hands are the Infinity Gauntlet. I really hope that we have a regular version because I would need him to go time travel. I mean, I need that. And he can't do that wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. That just looks wrong. Uh, we also got a re-release of the Avengers Captain America, which is great for everyone who missed out on that figure. That would have been me like a few years ago, but I stalked eBay relentlessly because I had to get the original version of my favorite member of the MCU. Uh, yeah, Captain America. Uh, we also saw more team suit figures and we saw basically a poster which showed the entire team but we saw a war machine in the team suit and that looked really cool i mean i like those team suits where they're clean white but the the war machine man that figure looked sweet it was cool it was like an iron man suit with uh the quantum zone quantum realm color scheme really like it and i think i'm gonna get that one We'll see. Uh, we've already seen a time travel quantum realm Tony Stark, but they also showed a Captain America one, which I think I am just stuck getting because it is it actually features that whole platform that Cap that Steve went on when he went to you know put the times put the Infinity Stones back into the normal time stream. So he also comes with Thor's hammer and Mjolnir. And the briefcase with the Infinity Stones. It was it's it looks really cool, and I am afraid to hear how much that's going to cost because I kind of want that one. We also finally got to knock off at least one member on my checklist that I've been begging Hot Toys to do for a long time. We got a Manus figure from Guardians of the Galaxy under the Avengers Endgame, um, you know, banner. Looks great. I mean, Manus wasn't a figure that should have been really hard to do. I think it was just more a matter of where they were going to slaughter. So we've got her. Now I can start complaining full bore on my Okoye figure. And it may also be a thing where Black Panther 2 is coming out and they just might wait until then. But I'd love to get this armor, this outfit that we have of her that she wore in Black Panther in Infinity War and in Endgame. So we'll see how that pans out. Also, we got a Yon Rog figure from Captain Marvel. It's got a Jude Law likeness. And it looks really cool. And I'm glad we got a villain for one of these standalone films. It's always been like the thing where it's like we get all these versions of the hero and no one to fight them or no one to fight. And so we've got him. We've also got the Kree version of Captain Marvel. So that's good. Uh, so we can have those two together. I'm hoping that the the viewer's version of Captain Marvel in the Kree outfit also comes with a removable head so we can have a Minerva 
So that way we can have two villains going against uh, Captain Marvel when she's fully powered up and realize who she is. So that would be cool. Uh, we got some Star Wars figures, of course. We saw a new Kit Fisto. He looks cool. I can replace my Sideshow one now. Got a Wicket, and he's got a Stormtrooper helmet because the Ewoks are Stormtrooper-killing savages, like I always say. That figure looks amazing. It's got, like, the furry uh, felt uh, kind of design set up. It looks great. Definitely getting that one. For people who missed out, you're going to get the Empire Strikes Back Bespin Luke figure. And that's good because... I think that may be my figure. Like, if there was a fire, I had to grab one figure, that would be the one that I would absolutely grab. Uh, it had a clean, I'm coming to fight Vader look, and then it also had a, oh shoot, this guy is a killer. He is killing me, and I need Obi-Wan's help. Um, but it was a great two-pack, and it's just like, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, like write it like 1A or 1B, 1C, depending on how I figure out uh, Avengers Endgame and some of these other Avengers films. But yes, right there still. And the big reveal was a Padme Amidala figure. Uh, Natalie Portman, we've got her from her Attack of the Clones look. I am very curious to see if they will um, include like a different shirt or have some sort of rip away set up with the bottom so we can have her full attack the clones geonosis fight look you know with that crop top basically because of the neat way that the cat ripped away her outfit that would be cool so i'm hoping we do see that hot toys also revealed that they are getting into the cw universe and they've showed that and kicked it off with the flash not surprised and i was a little bit surprised when we see an arrow but they're starting off with a flash i'm a little bit worried about this because even though i'm pretty much over this the Arrowverse, i've always wanted hot toy versions of these guys so I could rattle off a quick 10 that i want to see right away like arrow uh, Black Canary. You pick a version, really. Uh, John Diggle and his Spartan outfit, I suppose, just because that's his closest to superhero look. Um, man, Prometheus, of course. Merlin, Reverse Flash, Zoom. Uh, I guess Cisco. I always like Cisco. He's cool. Uh, and then we probably need to get a Supergirl. I love to get a Tyler Hoshlin Superman. So that's ten right there. And and after Crisis plays out, I may have so many more. But that's just the ones that kind of came quick off my head of who I want to see in this CW Arrowverse version of these guys. They also have a Jay Garrick helmet with the Flash. So maybe that's another possibility too. We're also getting a re-release of the Two-Face. And that is something I am so happy to see because... I was getting curious about Hot Toys right when the Dark Knight figures were skyrocketing in price. So I'm glad to say I got another chance to get this right and get that Harvey Dent figure. Because I believe in Harvey Dent and I believe in Hot Toys helping me out to get that figure. They're also releasing a Chris O'Donnell Robin figure, which is very odd and bizarre. Um, I don't remember a lot of clamoring for that figure, but... It's shown, so we'll see what happens. I'm really curious to see the reaction and response on that one. Because I, I think a Jim Carrey Riddler could be cool. But man, Batman Forever didn't hold up really well to me at all. So we'll see how that plays out. So now, 
it's that time. It's time for my number one. And I know you're going to be surprised because I was very surprised too when it came down to it. So now, without further ado, my number one. All right. Drum roll is already done, queued up and ready. We'll see what the sound effects department whips up. But my number one is Mattel with their WWE line. Now this was shocking because Mattel's WWE line has been very disappointing over the last few years. If you are not interested in getting the 18th or 30th AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, you are out of luck basically. And if you collect flashback figures, be prepared to camp out at Walmart because they release one every eight months. So it's been a terrible time for people who like old school characters like myself. But this Comic Con, they rolled their sleeves up and were like, okay, let's do a little something for everybody. And, you know, people can, of course, complain. You know, there were people complaining. There's no Hollywood Hogan. It sucks. But, I mean, you know, Hogan's position is kind of what it is. So, you know, can you really blame Mattel for not trying to stack out a bunch of Hogan figures right now? But they didn't make up for it because they have notched off another person on that list, that infamous list that I did, where I swore there were going to be... 10 figures Mattel was never going to make into figures. And I should cue up the Never Say Never Again theme song when I say that because I just assume we were never going to see a China figure from Mattel. But we are. We're getting one next year. And this is original, hey, she's really bulky and big for a woman, China, who was the one who actually got Triple H over in the first place before he started hanging out with with Shawn Michaels on screen. Um, this is the, the heavy hitter, the enforcer, if you will, of DX. I'm glad we're getting this version. And I think that they can... Uh, Bill McKenna said that they're going to do more versions of China. So we'll probably get the plastic surgery update version China later. Maybe the Mama Sita version so we can actually give that Hall of Fame Eddie Guerrero roses to, which would be kind of a, a nice uh, full circle deal because they included those roses and that was like a staple of their little gimmick to an actual China figure. And that also means I can retire that old Jax figure. So I am, I am ecstatic about this news. I was not the biggest China fan, but she was so integral to the Attitude Era that, I mean, you can't have a collection without her and just, you know, just having her in a display. Now, there were tons of other things, and I'm going to get into it. Nah, I'll save it, because it was such a cool reveal. So, I'm a huge Flashback fan, like I told you. I am pretty much on board anytime they want to show guys that I grew up watching from the 80s and 90s. I mean, these modern guys, they're cool, but I don't. their characters aren't developed enough for me to care about them. But these guys, super invested in. So we're getting a new Rick Rude figure. And this is the Jerry Curl, super bushy hair version of Rick Rude that we've never gotten before from Mattel. Really excited about this one. The only bad side, the only bad side to it is it's another Ultimate Warrior um, tight design figure. And it's like, ah, this dude fought so many more people than Ultimate Warrior. And, you know, it's like this thing of, that's cool, but... He didn't always fight Ultimate Warrior, and he's not always going to fight him in our displays and pictures. And I know we've got a million Ultimate Warrior figures, so that kind of balances out, but I wish it was a more, 
And when I say generic, generic in terms of not being opponent specific, not, hey, simply ravishing. But it looks cool. And Mattel also gave him the the wide open hands. So you can do that. Uh, the You know, hopefully, I mean, if, if you can, it's going to be a travesty. But I think with the elite articulation scheme, you'll be able to pose him within holding his hands behind his head doing the bumping and grinding and letting all the women swoon in the crowd pose which will be awesome if we can do um we're also getting a classy freddie blassie so that knocks out another important manager from the 80s and by my count it looks like we're just down to captain lou slick mr fuji and if you think of him as a major manager johnny v that's just johnny v and speaking of Luscious Johnny B, we're getting one half of his dream team. So we're finally getting a Greg the Hammer Valentine figure. Now this is one that has been long in the you know on the waiting list and the queue. He's a guy that really needed a figure. He was he was key from like 1984 till basically 90, and he was he was right there in so many different things. And the word on the street is we're going to get this Greg the Hammer, like the singles Intercontinental Champion Dream Team version. And eventually we're going to get a Rhythm and Blues figure. And I don't know how much I'm going to take that to the bank because I can, I'm not an expert customizer, but I darn sure can paint black on something. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, but I'm really excited to get this guy. And the Gorilla Monsoon that we sh we saw earlier with the Bobby Heenan figure was canceled. So Mattel decided to go back to the drawing board and re-release him as a solo single figure. And he's going to be like that Mean Gene where he has an alternate uh, suit jacket and he's going to come with headphones and pointing hands, which is nice. I hope while they're still designing this figure, they can add a little bit more girth to him because Gorilla was a, he wasn't a scrawny dude. And I don't want him to be smaller than the Bobby the Brain Heenan figures they've shown. We've also gotten a look at the Vince McMahon. And he's going to be in his classic announcers. Nobody knows this guy is going to kill wrestling. Uh, Vince McMahon version. He's got a powder blue jacket. And just a welcome to Superstars Wrestling thing. And he's got a stage. Comes with a mini stage. Which... If you watched 80s WWF, that was such an important part of those promos where Mean Gene would have guys come up on the stage with him and the crowd would watch him. So I hope there's an, I may, if depending on how the space works out, buy two McMahons just so I can get two of those stages because that would be perfect. Uh, we saw a mock-up, but we saw the final version of Don Morocco. He needs to go to the tanning bed because he's way too light. But otherwise, this is a good version of the Magnificent Morocco. Um, then the other big 80s surprise, we're going to get a referee. And not just any referee. We're getting Danny Davis. And oh my gosh, this, this is like such a surprise. And it's like, oh shoot, we're going to get this crooked member of the Heart Foundation. Um... But he's just in his referee attire. He's going to be the builder figure in a uh, WrestleMania wave, I believe, if I remember or heard that correctly. Um, but that's exciting because I want all those figures, and I definitely am happy to get a Danny Davis figure. The cool thing is he also comes with alternate hands, so he's going to have um, palm slapping, counting the three, making a three count, and also have 
regular rasping hands, which I'm not quite sure why he needs, but you know, who cares? We're also adding more members to our new generation collection. We're getting a Jim Neidhart figure from when he was rolling with Owen Hart going against uh, Brett and Bulldog from 94. Now, I am not going to be that specific nor care that much because I'm going to put this figure with my 97 Hart Foundation. Never get an Owen Hart figure. I guess I should be safe and holding on to that. But um, this is like the last member of that faction that's available so I'm definitely getting him and gonna put him with those guys uh, we got some more members of the Attitude Era we've got a Gerald Briscoe so we got the Stooges complete I still need to find a suit body to work for Sergeant Slaughter to make him crooked Commissioner Slaughter but that's cool we've got a Gerald Briscoe and he's got a cloth uh, Briscoe body t-shirt that's cool uh, we're also getting a viscera figure and a Christian that gives us two more members of the Ministry of Darkness to go along with the um, Edge figure we have right now. We don't have that uh, Ministry version of the APA. And I don't really care about a Midian figure. Just don't. And I'm not sure if they are able to do a Gangrel. So we'll see what happens on that end. But yeah, so that, those are cool additions. I'm uh, looking forward to that. And I'm glad to see that they're getting another of... Fraser Nelson's major gimmicks. The only thing left now is a mineral mission, Mabel. But if we do that, we've got to get Sir Mo or Mo. Finally, we got the big show from when he won the title at Survivor Series. I am hoping this cloth shirt of his is removable so we can have him from his uh, tag team, the ultimate unholy alliance with the, with the Undertaker. That was a cool team. We've got that version of Undertaker. So we just need Mattel to finish things up and get that done. A uh, couple more additions on that attitude, post-attitude era. We're getting a Hurricane Helms figure and a 2006 era Jeff Hardy. He's going to have braids. The sculpt on that figure looks amazing. So it actually comes out looking like that. I'm definitely grabbing it. Um, got a couple modern figures. Not really that interested in all of those but they are bringing back elite two packs and one is going to be from wrestlemania with mysterio ray mysterio in his mysterio cosplay outfit that was cool the match was like two minutes but the costume was cool he's going to come with samoa joe who has a really cool update the other one is finn balor and aj styles and they both come with two sweet hands which is cool because we can actually have them do their thing um so yeah i'm looking forward to grabbing that uh, nothing really exciting on the basics line outside of the 100th anniversary figures. They have some incredible head sculpts, which I may consider buying, especially that uh, Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin to replace and throw on my Elite figures. And uh, the battle packs are cool. They've got uh, Big E and Xavier Woods, and they've got their pancake tight attire in addition to their pancakes. And... Yeah, that, those are cool. I am really happy they're making those figures. Hopefully, they actually get those around in a, the Elite form, too. And they've also got a Carmel and R-True figure. And if you've been following up with WWE right now, the only entertaining thing is the 24-7 gimmick with Truth constantly on the run trying to keep his 24-7 title. It's hilarious and great, and I definitely need those guys in Elite form. Moving on to the Elite line, I'm going to wrap this up really fast. We're getting a Adam Cole, and he's going to come with his baby t-shirt and hand uh, gestures, as well as the North American title from NXT. 
Uh, we're getting a lot of those NXT guys. We're getting uh, Finn Balor from his TakeOver London attire. EC3. Um, who else? Johnny Gargano with his, um, I think that's Carnage attire. Uh, Cassius Ono. So some pretty big names from NXT. And that's cool. Those are needed figures. Um, and we're also getting a Roderick Strong. This guy has had terrible luck getting figures into this line in elite form, but he's finally going to get one and he's going to come with an ultimate, I'm sorry, ultimate undisputed error, um, hand sculpts, which is cool. And of course they're going to need to do that with everybody from that fashion from now on, because that's the way you got to do it. Right. Uh, Dan O'Brien is also going to come with his, uh, eco-friendly world title. And, you know, I've got to get that to go with the Kofi Kingston that's going to be part of the Elite line as well. And that WrestleMania special line. It's also going to include a WrestleMania 19 Booker T with the short dreads. Uh, it's basically his Invasion look. So if you're a fan of the Invasion era or just the final days of WCW, we finally got that version of Booker T, which I'm excited about. And, uh, yeah. Then the Ultimate Edition figures, the next uh, additions to the line, are Finn Balor and Triple H. And, and season or season Wave 4 is going to be Shawn Michaels in his Montreal Screwjob attire and Brock Lesnar. I have not gotten these Ultimate Edition figures yet. I'm still waiting on the Bret Hart figure to arrive at Amazon. Because he's going to be my test out for this, this line. And we're going to see how well that articulation works. Um... This Triple H figure is pretty cool because it has him from his my time phase. That's going to be a good welcome figure in the collection. And we'll just see how that torso joint works. And if that works, then I'm probably going to get this Finn Balor because he's in his demon attire and it looks cool. Uh, let's see. So I think that's pretty much it. We've, oh, Mattel's got a Masters of the Universe WWE crossover line. It looks kind of cool. Maybe I'll get a few. I probably will be on the hook for the Manny Faces slash New Day version. Uh, like the Manny Faces back in the day when you turned them, he had three different head sculpts, like a monster, a robot, and a human. So this time when you turn it, it's going to have all three members of the New Day, which is such a clever and inspired setup for them. And it just works. John Cena is basically going to be the He-Man character. Uh... But he's also going to have a blue faker version, which I thought was funny. And Roman Reigns is going to be the fist store guy. So he's going to have a big giant fist, which of course makes sense because Superman punch. So uh, just to break that down, in case you're wondering one more time. So my number five uh, figure reveals at Comic-Con were the DC Essentials, DC Multiverse. Number four, Storm Collectibles. Number three, Marvel Legends. Number two, Hot Toys. And number one, the shocker of all shock, was WWE with the Mattel line. And now let me get to the reason why, or not the reason, but one of the major reasons why Mattel took this title from me. Um, back in 96, uh, WCW was like really starting to take over in terms of the ratings war and they were dominating and one of the big changes was they took the charismatic fun loving sting and made him this dark wraith character basically the crow which they never called the crow but we all knew that's where he was from an influence um, 
So Sting basically sat in the rafters and he watched and occasionally would come down and beat up people who talk trash about him. It was such a great take on the character. Uh, we've gotten a Sting figure in the crow attire from when he beat Hogan for the title and, you know, just like his later look for the, like his fully evolved version of the crow. Mattel is giving us the early version where he's sitting in the stands and, you know, I've got enough trench coats that I can throw one on, but I've always loved that look for Sting because it was, it wasn't quite the crow look. It had like this sad clown thing and it I don't know why that look worked for me but it was it was a cool thing for Sting so this figure's got a shorter haircut and he's gonna have that face paint where it's like a like a crying crow basically and I cannot wait to have this in my collection it's going to be like one of my centerpieces for my WCW collection because this is the one figure I never thought I would get so I'm very excited to have that and even before that sting figure reveal this this line this reveal from Mattel would have really done it for me with their WWE stuff because they really knocked it out the park and I was not expecting that based off what we've seen recently but with sting take it straight to the top i guess it should have been quiet since i was doing sting crow sting but yeah so that's it um you can check out all these pictures of all these figures on the site lastmoviefiles.com you can also follow me on twitter and facebook i've got a new logo and i'm really excited about it so it's up now and my boy zach whipped it up Zach, thanks again for it. It looks incredible. If you want a cool logo from Zach, let me know, and I will send your information or send you his uh, contact information so you can get a cool logo too. But that's it for me. I'm going to put on a regular episode very soon, but I just want to get this out so to get all these Comic-Con thoughts out, and I'll be back with the rest of the boys real soon. Thanks for listening. This episode of Files Movie Files has been filed.